cave of cool. I've got the stone wall in my pocket, okay? Yeah. And I'm looking at, you know, and the, 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 the bay opened up into the mall, bar mall. And I'm looking around the, the, the doorway, like the gateway to the edge of forever, right? The, the main doorway that separated the bay from the mall. It was like, if I go through that, right, where are the sensors, right? Yeah. The thing is going to go off like I, I stole underwear from the clothing department, right? Ladies' underwear. You know, and I thought it was going to go off, right? And so I just kind of, you know, I, I felt like I was doing the 100-yard dash where you get like a, a, two, a two-foot start. Yeah. Right. And I started running as fast as I could. I mean, I, I, I took one step and I was already over the sensor. Right. So there's no way that I was like flash that I went so fast through the sensor that I would block it, it catching me taking this out of the store without paying for it. Right. Right. But it had no tag on it. This was wild times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm running down the mall with no reason to run because <laughs> nobody's chasing me. No sounds. Yeah. Alarms went off. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I got away with it. Yeah. Which is a bad example, children. Very bad example. You Other people, not. you will not get away with it. No. But I did. Now, it's, it's um, as we're recording this, it's the Easter weekend. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's chocolate everywhere. Oh, it's great, eh? And, uh, but of course, you know, we do... Uh, I. The best thing about that, of course, is the day after Easter, when all the chocolates half price. See, but it, it's it's more better at Easter. But there's a myth about Valentine's Day. You never find the chocolate covered cherries the next day. You're always disappointed, and you always got to go to the dollar store and get that two dollar box that has ten of them in it, right? Yeah. And you realize that's like a twenty cents each, right? Mm -hmm. And you realize you got screwed, but you wanted chocolate covered cherries from the moment you woke up the day after Halloween, uh, Valentine's Day. And same with Halloween candy. Right? The only Halloween candy that's ever left over is the bad Halloween candy. Well, yeah. And the chips. And I hate mm. those little chips. Yeah. But you can always get a solid bunny after, after Easter. That's after true. Easter you can. You the cheap one. Yeah, bunny. that's right. And they sit in the freezer forever. So. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice to find one under the turkey. Come, come like next Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, oh, Easter bunny. I'm taking this. Right, right before or, or Thanksgiving around there, you know? Yeah. You find the chocolate there because there's not a lot of chocolate at Thanksgiving usually, right? But no. you'll find a whole solid bunny and you just hoard it from your sister. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you build a little cave for it in the freezer and mm -hmm. you stick it in there and you can go back to it, right? Yeah. It's like it's like where you hide your pot, right? It's like it's like you keep pulling from that bag so there's none left, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, and of course it's the, what's it's is it uh, today? Is the is 4:20 day? It is 4:20. Now, course, it, is that a thing anymore? I mean, with it being legal. Again, yeah, because you're not really sticking it to the man when it's legal. No. I mean, I went to see my buddy at the VAT in Red Deer, which is one of their major places for live bands to play. Mm -hmm. So outside of that bar, I've seen a lot of people get arrested for, like, uh, smoking some weed when other people are smoking their cigarettes, right? right? Or smoking other drugs or selling them there because that's where the people who use them are, right? Mm -hmm. So when I went and saw him play probably four months ago, this is in the summer, um, was last maybe eight, nine months ago, right after it became legal, um, all of us out there were passing things around, mm -hmm. right? We're passing joints around. So it was like any time I go out there, someone passed me something, right? And there was probably like any time like ten people out there, and not a cop car in sight. Nobody's there, right? Yeah. Any of if any of the deadbeats were there, they were chased away. So it's just regular people just you know being happy that that you know it's 4:20. But yeah, I remember even in in our town of Red Deer, it was like everyone would go down to the city hall because got a nice park there. 
and 420, they all go down and have a smoke out, right? Because yeah. that would stick it to the man, yes. and the cops would show up. But they would it'd be in a Canadian way. Nobody ever fights or get violent, right? Because you're not yeah. dealing with a violent substance here, right? Yeah. It mellows people out. People are happy. They love other people, right? And anybody who comes there is not making trouble afterwards, right? It calms people the fuck down. You know, not like an alcohol fest, right? Like on yeah. Live PD, uh, they tried to break up this party with hundreds of teenage kids, mm-hmm. all drunk, fighting, pepper spraying each other. Um, and they had maybe 10 cops out there trying to roust these kids on this party, and fights were breaking out all the time. It was just crazy. Uh, but that's because it's alcohol fueled. Yeah. But so, again, 420, you're seeing all the memes come out. Some people just absolutely hate them because they're all built, they're either Snoop Dogg or um, Willie Nelson related. Mm hmm. Every meme out there. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's what you got to expect for 20 wise. But you're right. It's no longer a big deal. Yeah. Now we need something else to get together to protest. Yeah. You know, right. what else yeah. What else do we need to sit straight? Who else oh. is hash do we need to settle? <laughs> we settled those, those, those uh, prohibitioners, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't want us to have our, our, our sweet old Toby, right? Yes. They didn't want us to have the, the, the halfling elf, uh, the halfling's uh, leaf. Yes, right? that's right. They did not want us to enjoy it. No. No. They but wanted now, us to feel bad about it. Yes. But we uh, unfortunately can read and do a little research and mm-hmm. discovered that with our bodies, maybe it's a little better than um, taking you know, drinks that make me sick the next day for two days, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. done with that. You know? So when I get one glass of champagne, I'm going to be you know, the lampshade on my head, mm-hmm. which is really nice because I'm be a cheap drunk, right? Yeah. So people ask you out a lot because <laughs> I know they get this beloved entertainment for, you know, yeah. pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. You could be well, selling this shit to Nabisco and making yeah. that kind of f you money. As long as you're an entertaining drunk. Oh well, yeah, but then as I can get a little sobby. Yeah. You know, okay. I get a little. Everything hits me. Every emotion, right? Yeah. So I'll be really happy one moment, and the next moment, I, the the pain of the world. It just, <laughs> I'm I'm a target. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the time when. You know, the very first, one of the very first times I, I, I ever smoked the old Toby, I ran during a thunderstorm from the house fence to, to somebody's, like the fence on the road, like yeah. at an acreage. Yeah. So it must have been a good, like maybe 50 yards, mm-hmm. uh, with a piece of tinfoil, a, tin, a, a, a coat hanger on my head, straightened out. You know, like the, the hook straightened out? Oh, yeah. So I looked like a unicorn? Yeah. During a thunderstorm. During a thunderstorm. I ran there and back. They don't because I, I do just that. did. I, you know, I exactly. I should have been hit by lightning. Yeah. But they missed it because those gods were delinquent, like the Jeebus. <laughs> he was delinquent. He wasn't on the job, and so I got away with that. And I'm still shaking my ass because of it. So, but I no longer perform for the the honkies amusements. So no. you'll never see me do that again. No. You'll never see me run. You'll never see me jump. You'll never see me climb, because that's just fraught with all kinds of injury that I have not had yet. Yes. I mean, my shoulders ache a little because yeah. I think the way I sit at the the computer table. Uh, computer table but um aside from that you know both knees both elbows still a skull (laughs) nothing leaking yeah (laughs) i didn't come out all that pretty but i'm still a solid spoon in the drawer there you go you'll still pick me up for soup you won't you won't reject me because i'm not the prettiest most flashy spoon in that drawer yeah now speaking of soup yes what was this about your mother's stolen soup was this hilarious stolen soup my local Sobies, my gotta be the again. I, I'm just such a blessed man. You know most most um, um, strip malls, right? Yes. That have been anywhere for any amount of time, like in the middle of a, a city, right? In a small in a neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of stores that go out of business, come back into business, go out of business, come back into business, right? Yes. yes. The one that I have in my part of town, Eastview, Morris Row, we have an Eastview 7-Eleven, been there forever, as long as I've been in this town, and it's been 
what the hell, since 1980. So 40 years, I've almost been here. Okay. Um, they've got next to that a liquor store, always been there. Bar, always been there. East 40th. Uh, uh, hairdresser, always been there. Again, different owners of the hairdressing, but always been a hairdressing place. Right. Flower shop, always been a hair flower shop. Uh, drugstore, always been the same drugstore. And then a Sobeys, which has always been the same grocery store. Yes. In 40 freaking years. And the, and the parking is, is brutal because it's not a lot of it, right? Because there's a strip mall. And everybody's got those huge trucks, right? So it's a little bit crazy. But my mom's got a handicapped sticker, so she can park right near the door, right? right. And I like to go to that strip mall. It's not far, right? And my... 7-Eleven, I've got everything I need is there, right? Yeah. Um, even when you buy flowers like Mother Day or something, right? The flower store is there, and they're great, and they know you, right? And they always do good arrangements, and the price is great. It's just like I got my drugs from that drugstore. They deliver them, right? No, Sobeys is great, and, and of course, it's a Canadian store. For, for it's a Canadian store. For those of our listeners in America, this, Sobeys is a Canadian grocery chain. Right. The second and largest food They sold it to IGA, yeah. and then Sobeys bought it back. Because IGA, was, it just didn't do as well as the Sobeys. It was the same freaking store. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what it was, but people wanted the Sobeys back. So the Sobeys came back. Yeah. Yeah. And you never see that, but they got a great deli. And they've always got like onion rings and, and chicken. And you can get a roast chicken there. You can get all the meats and, and the, the stuffed peppers with feta cheese. Oh. Uh -huh. The only thing they don't have is the uh, blue cheese stuffed olives that I like. Oh, uh, but you got to go to, to um, um, Safeway for that. Yeah. Um, but... It's got everything. So they've got the soup of the day, and the soup is always great. Like when you get their, their tomato bisque, the woman puts uh, bacon bits in it and cheese, right? Like goes in the back and gets that, right? Yeah. From the, from the sliced cheese um, barrel, right? It's great. And so my mother's getting her groceries for the day, and she comes home, and she's just like white, right? And she goes, oh, something happened at the Sobeys. I go, what happened? I think I stole the soup. I go, what? I stole the soup. And we look on the, on the bill. Mom, there's no soup in this bill. You did not pay the 285 for that soup, oh, right? And it's uh, the same size soup all the time, right? And she goes, yeah. how did that happen? Let me guess. You had the soup in the top part of the, the cart, right? And you just pushed it through, and you just kind of left it there by your purse. You didn't see You know what I mean? Like it wasn't – if it was in the, 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 the basket of the cart, she yeah. would have – so this is the, this is the top the top part of the shopping cart where you if you had a baby that's where you put the baby. That's right? where you put the poopy baby. Yes, but, that's yeah, where she but, put so her. She's, that's her. So that's her purse right, right there, and the soup was beside the purse. And again, you have Easy to mistake do that to because yeah. you don't want to bag the soup with anything else. That's right. And she, she always takes the soup and again gets its own bag, and then it can mm -hmm. sit in the little cup holder. Yeah. Because it's kind of a, a kind of a bevel kind of a, a bowl, right, or mm -hmm. container. Yes. So it's perfect for that. So she comes out and she realized she didn't pay for the soup. And so we had to go back for something that same day. I think it was my meds or something. Yeah. And and so we went back in there, and I went in there, and I went and get some money and rings. And I go, excuse me, could you do me a favor? Can you make me up a, a print, like the bill for the soup, put it on one of these containers, and I'll go pay for it. But I don't need the soup because yeah. my mother stole the soup earlier, right? <laughs> and these two girls were laughing. I was just hilarious, right? I told yeah. the story. And she goes, you know what? You can't pay for that soup. You came in to – Fess up about soup. What's wrong with you? I go, it's my mother. She is the ethics in the morning. I would have eaten the soup. And, and you know, the same way, I, would, I was going to tell you, the same way, often, occasionally, sometimes, I stick a chuckle bar in my pocket from the $1 bin, right? Yeah. I may do that a couple times. Okay, yeah. may, maybe two chuckle bars. But, you know, um, and, and no harm, no foul, right? Like, they're a dollar for a reason, right? Yeah. I'm sure it's a big Turk, but some, it's like the dollar store candy, right? Yeah. yeah. I put some dollar store candy in my pocket. Don't judge me.
right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm buying $10 worth, okay, I got away with $12 worth, yeah. right? Because really, I had to steal these gum, right? <laughs> it was $1.49 for the bag of Double Bubble, but I'm just going to put it in my coat. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's living on, that's, how, that's how you live in the edge when you're our age. You, you steal batteries, edge, yeah. you steal batteries yeah. or you steal, like, um, you know, have Pez dispensers. Yeah. Or, you know, the little, the little candies. They the, the little bulk things of the candies. You know, you, you take one. And oh, you my God. You, you know, try everything. And then you give it give it to your kids, you know, because it's like, you know, you just bribe them to keep quiet. Right. My, my kids never did. They wanted to turn me in for and Exactly. And if you've got a whole bucket of gummy bears, gummy worms, oh, yeah. Swedish gummy fish, how did they get there? Maybe, maybe in my winter coat, that yeah. scoop thing poured into my jacket pocket, right? Yeah. But you can't tell that from the sour candies I stole the day before. So good luck convicting me. Okay, so right? you're trying to get you're trying to get them to, to charge you for the soup that your mother had stolen. That's right, that my mother had stolen, just so I could take it back to her and show her, yes, mom, look, yeah. you paid for the soup. Yeah. But they wouldn't let me do it, right? Mm -hmm. And so she gave me the bill to give to my mom to show mm -hmm. her, right? But they yeah. scratched off the, the, the computer reader, right? Right. So that, you know, I wouldn't get charged or anything. If I walked out with this in my pocket and the alarms went off, right? <laughs> So like once at Eaton's, I, I, I stole the wallet. Like I bought myself one of these canvas wallets yeah. and, and, a, and a new watch. And the one, woman came to me and goes, and I, I put my money. I go, I look at her and say, I'm putting my money in the wallet, okay? And she's like, yeah, 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 you know. So I put my money in the wallet. No other ID, you know, except the picture of the guy that came with the wallet. And uh, his family, right? <laughs> it didn't look like me at all, so it wouldn't work. But she comes and she goes, just the watch then? I went, Yes, just the watch then. <laughs> and then I grabbed the wallet, put it in my pocket as I'm looking at her. And then she goes, are you going to pay for the watch? Oh, yeah. And I took the wallet out of my pocket, opened it again right in front of her, kind of like, woof, woof, you know, kind of like that, to show, ooh, look at this, right? Yeah. And then took the money out. It was like $18 or something for this watch and showed her the money. And the whole time she's like, she's like what's this lunatic, right? And so I've got the stolen wallet in my pocket, okay? Yeah. And I'm looking at, you know, the, and the, 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 the Eaton's opened up. Uh, it was the bay, sorry. The bay opened up into the mall. Bar Mall, yeah. and I'm looking around the, the the doorway, like the gateway to the edge of forever, right? The the main doorway that separated the Eaton's or the Bay from the mall. From the it was like if mall, I go yeah. through that, right? Yeah. Where are the sensors, right? Yeah. The thing is gonna go off like I, I stole underwear from the clothing department, right? Ladies' underwear, <laughs> you know. And I thought it was gonna go off, right? And so I just kind of, you know, I I felt like I was doing the hundred yard dash where you get like a a two a two foot start. Yeah. Right. And I started running as fast as I could. I mean, I, I, I took one step and I was already over the sensor. Right. So there's no way that I was like flash that I went so fast through the sensor that I would block it, it catching me taking this out of the store without paying for it. Right. Right. But it had no tag on it. This was wild times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm running down the mall with no reason to run because <laughs> nobody's chasing me. No sounds. Yeah. Alarms went off. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, I got away with it. Yeah. Which is a bad example, children. Very bad example. You Other people, not... you will not get away with it. No. But I did. But you did. And I still have that wallet. <laughs> yeah. Great wallet. <laughs> I mean, the Velcro still works on it. Yeah. So everything stays in there. So that's the story of the soup. Your mother was worried that she had stolen yeah. soup. Stolen the soup. Stolen and then I, sh soup. yeah. And I, of course, I've never told her this, but she'll find it out. That, uh, if she listens that, to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I didn't pay for that soup. Yeah. I kept that 285. <laughs> that was the price of my humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> to go in there and admit that my mother was a soup stealer. Yeah. So you see the kind of life I live? You see the craziness that I'm involved with? Absolute insanity. How can any man stay a saint? Next thing you know, I'm going to write a book like Moby Dick, and it'll take off, and I'll know it's bad. Yeah, and it'll I'll be 500 pages. 500 pages, just like the Mueller report, heavily redacted to oh, down to 200. Thank you. 
no, to ten to, to one page. Mm -hmm. You know, I give you the name Queequeg, Coffin, Ishmael, um, Ahab, and a whale. There yeah. you go. That's the whole story. That's the whole story right there, yeah. You know? <laughs> Here, spoiler alert, one guy lives. He floats on the coffin. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to know. Everyone dies. Yeah. Including the maniac in charge of the boat. God, that book. Okay, yes. And and having Benedict Cumberbatch read a chapter didn't didn't all oh my other God. didn't help. And you know what? They have to find ten people to read that because yeah. it blew up the minds of anyone who tried to start. Because a yeah, hundred pages into how to make a freaking whale barrel, you're going to want to cut your own throat. I mean, I mean, he was really knew a lot about whales, and he yeah. told you everything he knew about whales. Mm -hmm. Imagine if someone just took look whales in the encyclopedia, ripped out the pages, and stuck it in a book, mm -hmm. and you had to read that to get to the next part of the book. Yeah, insane. Yeah. So this is just an insane amount of research. That why would you even listen to it on an audiobook? Well, you would zone out so quick you you cause an accident if you're apparently driving. Apparently so. I mean, even even if Ben even if it was Benedict Cumberbatch talking Please, about that it, dreamy how, voice. How to make how to turn whale fat into whale oil or whatever it is. Yeah, whale. Yeah. You, whale you, shit. You'd fall asleep. Into whale shinola. That's what it yeah. is. Shit yeah. to shinola. Yeah. It's just two forms of shit. So yeah. So that's that's uh, shit into stinkier shit. Moby right? Dick. Yeah. Not exactly compelling. It's not not exactly a new. Not, not exactly Harry Potter. Very small book, and a very unassuming book. June 26, 1997, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. You know how many pages that one was? A very few, very small. 233. Yeah. As opposed to the behemoths they became? Yeah. Like that book had to be so good that kids actually came back for more of it. Now, and, you know, in, in, in the U.S. it was released as the Sorcerer's Stone. Here in Canada and in, in England it was the Philosopher's Stone. The Philosopher's Stone. Harry Again, Potter why would America Stone. go from philosopher to sorcerer? That's a weird thing for them. In Iowa, they couldn't quote Hellboy up. It was Heckboy. Heckboy, on, on, yeah. On the movie Marquis. This, this is realism. Of, this is it's like living in the Bible. Belt. Kill me. Kill okay. me. But <laughs> Kill now, me now. now why – okay, now, now most people – now kids – I mean honestly most kids discovered Harry Potter before it became huge. No, I, I found it first. You found it first. I How found did you find it? Okay. Did you find okay. It? Um, it was in the summer. Of course, I was a teacher. I had the time off. I yeah. drove from Red Deer to Mission, which is about a 13, 14-hour drive, right? That is a long drive. It's a long drive. And yeah. I did it all at once with this girl that I was kind of semi going out with, right? Okay. I, well, semi, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So we drove there. She slept in the car the whole time, mm -hmm. basically, because she had gone out drinking the night before. Yeah. So she's she's the most horrible travel companion for all that time and I'm driving the whole way yeah. I'm growing more insane as I'm driving mm -hmm. right I want to just kill myself we get to a relative's place we're having a really good time because her, her cousins were great her aunt was great but she decides she wants to go out with her cousin right she wants to go to the bar and I'm thinking what after 13 hours you want to go get more booze what you just <laughs> left off yesterday's bender right you yeah. goddamn attractive bitch kind of things like, like that right <laughs> Because she was really good looking, had beautiful hair, black, you know, black hair, beautiful, um, really unique face, really attractive. She once brought me lunch at school and pretended to be my girlfriend. I had no knowledge of this because that would be pathetic. But she brought me a burger from, from Wendy's and fries and stuff because I didn't have my lunch. And she just did that, you know, just to be nice. But she was dressed up to go to work. And she worked with conventions at the big hotel. So she was like, you know, somebody who works – in Vegas at the casinos, right? Yeah. She was yeah. just good looking and dressed really nice and attractive and she had her hair down and everything. It was just it couldn't have been went better, right? As all well, the junior high kids, Mr. Hyden, they go, Yeah, that's right. Have a personality. You don't have to be good looking to get a good looking girl. 
Be interesting, right? <laughs> He's right. Look at that. She brought him lunch, fast food lunch. My God, he shouldn't be eating fast food, but she's giving it to him anyway. You know, either she really loves him or she doesn't care about him at all and wants him to die. So she must really love him to feed him that bad food, right? Because yeah. he knows he'll like it, you know. And and I, after she goes, I knew exactly what I was doing. So, you know, but I I just had impressed her so much. So, um, so this was kind of the last time I ever saw her. Um, she came back from the bar and brought some guy, right? And he had no idea. Um, her cousin wanted me to beat the hell out of this guy, but I realized he didn't know, right, mm-hmm. that I was back here, right? She just wanted to stick it to me by bringing some guy home, right? Mm-hmm. And he thought, oh, I got really lucky, right? But he just wasted his whole evening getting this skanky hoe drunk. So um, I went outside and I said, I'm just going to go sleep in my car because I just can't deal with her, right? Yeah. So I'm sleeping in my car and she's yelling at me from the balcony of the house. And it was a kind of big acreage kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I got out of the car and I go, if you say one more word to me, I'm leaving. I'm going to drive home and fuck you kind of thing, right? So she runs inside the house and I go, oh, my God, she going for the shotgun or what, right? No, she goes for the air mattress, right, that we're both we're sleeping on in the living room, right? Right. And she tosses this air mattress off the balcony, thinking, of course, it was like tossing a, a chair off that tower in Toronto that right. the woman did, right? Right. This air mattress just kind of like a feather. It just floats down to the ground gently, right? The most comical thing I ever saw when somebody was pissed off. And she gave me this look like I made it float down like that. Like I wanted to yell, Felix! It's Felix! <laughs> crazy bitch! <laughs> we could have had something, but you didn't get the physics. Um, so I just backed out and turned away and drove away. Right. So I'm already pissed off, angry. Just I want to kill everything. I get a nap because I can't stay awake any longer. Off mm-hmm. One of these uh, pull-offs you know, in the mountains, right? right? I'm catching this view, and there was a little store, and I got – you probably know where it is. It's probably near Golden or Radium or one of those places, right? right. And so – and I fall asleep in the backseat of the car. I get a good four hours of sleep. So I'm, I'm refreshed. I'm feeling a little better. But the only radio you get going through the mountains of, of, of BC, between Alberta and BC, is CBC Radio. Of course. And CBC Radio is, as you would believe, CBC Radio would sound. It's almost like a, a – um, a cliche of, of NPR and things like that, right? It's very yeah. public radio. Yeah. They've, got to, they've got to appeal to a very broad demographic. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of things where they talk to authors and musicians. And their interviews are great. Their Sunday morning show is fantastic. They'll do these little pieces of stories you wouldn't even believe. Like one about how pianos, it's really hard to get rid of a piano these days, those big pianos, because nobody wants them, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're a pain in the ass. The jokes about moving a piano up the floor, right, are real. Yeah. They go in one place, they stay in that place. Yeah. Right? They don't go, you take the wall out, then you put the wall back. The piano goes with the house if it burns, right? Yeah. You don't take the piano with you when the house burns. Take the pets, the children, but not the piano. Not the piano. Right? That's a sucker's game. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving through there, and they've got these uh, books for children. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, September, I'm going back into the school where I'm one of three teachers that are teaching 60 kids. Mm-hmm. They basically ripped the, uh, there's a country uh, junior high. They had 60 junior high kids in grade nine. Right. So and they had like you know twenty in grade eight, maybe mm-hmm. five in grade seven, right? So it was mm-hmm. such a proportion out. So they were they combined sixty kids in the one classroom experiment with three teachers, right? And they took out the wall. So you imagine the chaos, right? Okay. But it wasn't chaos because we had like very kind of certain rules were like, like very strict and things like they could only drink water, right? There was no pop. Um, we we restricted a lot of their movements and things. It was almost like dealing with prisoners in a way, right? But we made the experience so good for them. That they almost they like their imprisonment, right? Yeah. Like kids like rules, right? They don't like chaos. They don't like when you're not an adult, right? Yeah. They're not your friends, right? They got friends. 
right? Yeah. And they like you better if you're if you're a hard ass on the ones that deserve it, and if you reward the ones who deserve it, right? They just want to feel some sense of justice. So we had to. I had to. This, we had this project with many projects where I read to them um, every maybe twice a week, like on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I read a chapter of a book, and I was looking for a book. And I heard these people talking about this new book by this by this J.K. Rowling about a boy wizard in England going to a, 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 a boarding school where it's witches and warlocks. And, and, and I thought, whoa, this sounds interesting. And the way that all four of the guests were just praising this book. And they're saying it's 233 pages. Come on. You know, your kid should be reading. Before your kid gets back on the computer or, or his uh, uh, Napster or whatever, right? Napster was big at the time, if you remember yep. that far back. Um, but it, it was just the start of the Internet, the start of kind of Internet fandom. And this book hit a group of kids that were reading in junior high, and I think teachers had a lot to do with it. I think I had a lot to do with it. So I heard all about this, went out, found the book. There were many there to buy at the time, like you wouldn't have found later on when people would line up at midnight for the release, dressed as Harry Potter with their kids, you know, after midnight downtown city bookstore, right, with all the degenerates around. They didn't care. My kid's got a lightning bolt on his head, right? <laughs> they come mess with him, you know, he'll take care of them because he's read these books. Yeah. And so I, I suggest this book that I had, and they look through and go, yeah, okay, which we And this wasn't a Catholic school, so there was going to be no none of that kind of BS, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, sure, yeah, it'll be short. You know, we'll at least get a story in, right? And then we can talk about story and all that. Yeah. And it does seem interesting. And, and I, I had read it through, and I thought, yeah, they're going to like this, right? Yeah. And so I started reading it. And my proof is that I, well, I got to this before anything big broke about this book. Yeah. I called Hermione. I called her Hermione. Mm-hmm. Hermione for the whole yes. book because I'd never heard that name before. Yes. When I heard Hermione in the movies, it's like, my, my head whoa. exploded. Blew your mind. Yeah. I, I wrote it. I read it on the internet. I, I read it. It was years before the first movie came out. I mean, what think they had three, four books out by that time. Yeah. Before they made the the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. And and when she said her name was Hermione, I go no 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 it's Hermione. Hermione. Right. Yeah. And there's still a group of kids who are probably going that. Fucking Mr. Heighton. He <laughs> knew the name. Or was he illiterate? You know, I saw him reading, but I don't think he was literate because he got that name wrong every time. But the, when we talked about it, they said Hermione. Hermione, yeah. Because I'd never heard the name the, Hermione. You know, if you've never life. heard it before, that's the way it's spelled. You know, it's, that's right. Yeah. You would why couldn't you pick a better name? Daisy yeah. Sue, something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but I mean, that's this. you know, it's again pre pre internet days, you know, it's like that's but sorry, I've never heard that name. Yeah. It's I've like, heard a kid named Xerxes. I've never heard Hermione. Yeah. It's a made-up It's a made-up name. Well, I mean, you know, we're something it's I there was an author uh author named Lester Den who used to write adventure novels and and uh, someone used the word bourgeois to him. He said, "Oh, is that the word that I've been pronouncing bourgeoisie all this time?" <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, it can happen, right? I, I was – just perfect one like that. I was in social studies class, and the textbook was Ideologies, mm-hmm. right, for, for modern times. Ideologies for modern times was text, standard textbooks for many years in Canada mm-hmm. and studied social studies in high school. And I used to call it – I called it Itadogies once. Itadogies. Itadogies. <laughs> and I never, never heard the end of that one. Is it Itadogies? Yeah. What's this? Itadogies? So the, so the, so, okay, so you're reading Harry Potter to the kids. And I'm reading Harry Potter, and I'm getting Hermione wrong. Her, Hermione. Yep, yeah, Hermione wrong. And no, of course, they, the, they love it. They doesn't matter because they love the story, right? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I would have been, but that's why I proved that I, I read it earlier on and I exposed mm-hmm. it to children earlier on than anything else. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it gathered kind of a, 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 a word of mouth thing. Yeah, so you around. were one of the early adopters of the Harry Potter. I See, was. You know, because I didn't. I, discovered Harry Potter because my kids were talking about it. You know, it's like, and I was like, who, who the heck is this Harry Potter kid? Right. What, what are these Harry Potter books? And this was by, by the time the third one 
was out. So that's that's when I discovered it. And again, it, it doesn't disappoint. It's really good literature for children mm-hmm. and for young adults. Mm-hmm. And it's even good for older adults too. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of books try too hard to work your brain. Mm-hmm. It, it just fills you with this fantasy and creates this whole new world that some people, again, it's like me and Dune, right? Yeah. Um, I just crave that kind of political backstabbing and killing and I mean the friend that whole lifestyle just appeals to me because you know you know call him out I was a friend of Jameis right (laughs) you know things like that I'm ready to use my Chris knife I like that rule you take it out you use it right yeah it's got to taste blood before it goes back in the scabbard all right on right so I take it out I'm going to use it on you motherfuckers and and they had all kind of rules where you could be badass right and then Moadib just made them more badass Mm-hmm. Um, and all the politics and, and the evil get what's coming to them um, in, a, in an epic way, in a real great way. Um, so it, that that's the way that's the way Harry Potter kind of built. And it almost could have collapsed under the weight of itself, but it just avoided that. I think. Yeah. Well, that, because, because then the movies took it over and it became. Yeah. Huge. It became and the last two were kind of really disappointing yeah. as movies. Now I I actually used to, now I I read all of the Harry Potter books. I have two. Right up to the last one. And there is a reason for that because my younger daughter, Jill, yeah, yeah, uh, she's like you know, over twenty five now. She's what a great world that she lived in that she got. She to was. I would. I would read her the Harry Potter books, and I, I. I read them. You know, of course. You know, being an old former actor, I would do the voices and things yep, like that. Yeah, I did too. And so I. I read her all of the Harry Potter books. Every time a new Harry Potter book came out, I read her the first three, wow. and then the next one came out. The last one came out, and I was like, we were excited. We had a copy of the final Harry Potter book. And I was like, I'm, we're, we're in the parking lot at Safeway and because and, and, you know, they, they had it at the grocery yeah. store. It's 20 bucks at the grocery store. So I start reading it, and we, I, we, I read the first chapter to her. My wife gets in the car and says, you know, she's old enough to read it herself now. And and like, did you both look well, at her? Like she's I'm, a maniac? We both, we both looked at her. It was like, and, and we, you know, we, we, I kind of like, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she is literate. Because we've been reading I know it. That. I know she's, I know she's know, not an immigrant I, I know child. I that. So, that was that, just that adopted was the moment, from the Sudan. And that was the moment when I had to realize, okay, you know, my, my daughter's grown up. I just, little girl. She had, so she read it on her own. And I was, uh, I was, I was devastated. I was crushed. I had never, did, you, did, you, did you sit uh, like with your back to her closed door? And go, read it aloud. <laughs> read it to me. Uh, no, no. I thought, I, okay, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the bigger man about this, and you know. Oh, let Francis. Her, let her, Francis. Let her discover it on her own. But there was other books that I read. To her. Oh, I mean, I'm I read, sure. I read, oh, I'm I read sure. her the Lord of the Rings books. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but so I didn't. On, I never on. knew what happened in the Harry Potter, the last one, until I saw the movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. I was the same way too. I finished reading them because I'd left the last two books off. But yeah. when the movies kind of let me down, I thought, oh, I got to go back to the books. I got to leave with a nice taste in my, my yeah. mouth because I just felt like it just was so dark and so rushed. It felt like, you know, yeah. like the denouement. And again, the dark effects. I'm so tired of those. Hellboy, yeah. of course, suffered from those. Shazam. Hellboy, you'd expect, you'd expect Hellboy to have dark effects. Yes. But Shazam, I really hope they wouldn't go that route. I hope they would go the route of the, the airport fight from um, – uh, Avengers Civil War, yeah. where all the effects and all the, the characters and all the, the growing and all that stuff was live action. All the yeah. stunt work was wire work, but it was live action Yeah. Um, in the in the daylight. And I'm really tired of, of special effects at night. I just really am. And Shazam, that was the only rule it really broke. It was a fun movie. It was a great mm-hmm. movie. It was a pro-orphan um, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was it, it, it looks goofy on the, the trailer and stuff, like you won't yeah. like it, but you get into the goofiness. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it, it's kind of dark at times, which I like that they went there for some yeah. scenes. So kids will be a little bit scared, but it's also joyful and fun. But the final fight scene should have been in the daylight. But again, yeah, when you got smoke monsters, they got to fight. It's hard to do that in the daylight. Yeah. Without making it look sick okay. or wrong. Well, Shazam, you know? Shazam is doing well. It is doing well, and it should. Um, it's it's a great kind of uh, on standalone movie like Ant Man mm-hmm. and like uh, yeah. Dead, uh, Deadpool that you don't really need. If you know a lot about the the material, you're impressed mm-hmm. with what they pulled off. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's hard to do that. Even Mr. Tawny the Tiger, even though he didn't show up in the movie, mm-hmm. there's a neat little scene that involves a stuffed tiger. Yeah. That we all went, oh, Mr. Tawny. Yeah. Now, the, yeah, the, 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 the Captain Marvel comics were a little goofy. Yeah, they're goofy, but they're bright. They're like Archie comics, but yeah. superhero Archie comics. Yeah. You know, so they never the movie really cross the line. You know, yeah, I mean, you, and the, the the trailer makes it look like a sort of a superhero version of the movie. Big, you know. It is very much so. But it, but it works. It works because the kid playing him too is 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 charming enough, but not so charming. Every mm-hmm. character around him is much a much more charming um, character. Mm-hmm. The actress that becomes Mary Marvel, of course, no surprise, they do have a transformation scene. But there's extra, like you know, you know uh, Captain Marvel Junior, right? Yep. You know Mary Marvel. There's yep. not Happy the Bunny, but there should be. Yep. Um, there's not Mister Mind, the evil worm, but again, they're good for the sequel. Yep. Um, but you end up with like seven um, Shazams, mm-hmm. which is which is which four is this, more yeah, the from Shazam, the comic book. Shazam family. Comic yeah, Shazam family. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. it does work because they're they're kind of a family of, of, of foster kids, mm-hmm. so that works. Yeah. The, the actors are really game. That mm-hmm. the script is funny without being uh, offensive. The villain is kind of a bad villain, um, played by um, um, uh, Mark, Mark Strong. Mark Strong, yeah. Who he plays him like Sinestro, right? Okay. Yeah. He's kind of like an evil Sinestro, but with powers, with yeah. uh, with Shazam-like powers. Mm-hmm. So he's not the the weak scientist as he is in the comic books, mm-hmm. and that makes him more of a uh, a foil for and a, more of a challenge for this uh, superhero who doesn't even know how his powers work. Okay, but I, so I liked it. It was good. Shazam, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, now, now Shazam's not going to be joining the Justice League any, anytime soon. No, in fact, I, no one's going to be joining the Justice League anytime soon because that's pretty much done. I don't think I don't think DC is going to do their strategy of they're they're not going to do the Marvel thing and try to interconnect all of their movies. I, and I think that's a good thing because they've just got some formula that's not working. Yeah. I think with Captain with with Captain Marvel, you're seeing that okay, they got the point that's got to be family friendly, but not a lot, not too much, and it's got to appease the, the the hardcore crowd who loves this material, and it's also got to be its own thing. Yeah. So it, it, it's a hard um, um, tightrope to walk, especially with a corporation making a film. But they did really well, and I think the one thing they missed is I'm glad they waited until it, it, like there's, it takes place at Christmas time. So yeah. it was meant to come out at Christmas. There should have there should have been a Captain Marvel toy Happy Meal thing, right? Right. Like we don't get toys and Happy Meals anymore because that encourages children to buy bad food. Well, yeah. fuck off. What about a 54 year old guy who wants his Happy Meal because he wants his Mary Marvel figure, bitch? Yeah. I mean, come on, put it together. <laughs> but then somebody actually said, no, I don't think it's ready. Let's work on it a little bit more and make a make a real impact. And yeah. they did. And right before Infinity War, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, that's insane to put it at the same time. But and yet they did. And it's well, it's certainly doing better than Hellboy, which yeah. is uh, now. And again, Hellboy's like that. Those goth kids in your classroom, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the way they dressed up all the time. But after a while, it just gets tiresome. Like why the eye makeup all the or, time? Or, or if you're in the Bible Belt, it's Heck Boy. Um, yeah, Heck Boy. Now, but the, the, the DC movies are not going to be as interconnected as the Marvel movies. The Marvel movies, everything has been building up to this to Endgame. Wow. But DC is not going to do that, and the, we know this because 
Uh, we've seen the trailer for the, the, the Joker movie. Wow, eh? Does that now look that, like Dog Day Afternoon? I that's was like to, totally I'm back in the different. 70s. That's like, that's like, that's like totally different. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's not, Dog Day Afternoon. If you yeah. ever lived in the 70s, movies in the 70s like that. Um, um, it has a very, Mark Scorsese kind of. Thank you. Like t- it, it's like driver. Taxi Driver. Thank you. Taxi Driver, yeah. It's Taxi or, driver. or The King of Comedy, which was another oh, Scorsese movie. Exactly. It's grim and gritty, and it's going to be very sad. And the thing with the, the help of the mother, right? Mm-hmm. You know something bad's going to happen to her. And if it's Joaquin Phoenix, you know it's not going to be a gentle movie to get through. Yeah. That he just put him whole self into this, and I, like he's a kind of actor. I won't be surprised if he does something crazy that kills him just to kind of like almost create this myth around the character. Yeah. Like he won't almost be that committed to it mm-hmm. because he does a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. That he says for his art, but you know, I, I looked at this and I go, oh, I don't know. You know, I was on the fence about it too. The whole idea just seems so strange to me. But but it seems like a lot of ways to hurt me. Like, when I saw the trailer, you know, it had just such a, you know, like I said, like you say, Taxi Driver, Martin Scorsese sort of vibe. Yeah. It's like, wow. And it definitely is. Yes. Uh, and Thomas Wayne apparently is. is and well, Bruce, Bruce a, he is meets Bruce kid, Wayne at the gate. Is the little kid. Yeah. Yeah. He, he meets him at the face. gate. Obviously, so the kid behind a gated mansion is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So I'll bet you they're going to re- recon this so he kills his parents. Yeah. So this is. There's there's something about this. This, 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 this is. I, I agree. Very I agree. Impressive. Because. The trailer is just. Uh, it really gets looks like it's going to be something that will get into your skin. So as you say, it might even might even be an uh, Oscar nominee. I fear that too, because you know? I think with Joaquin Phoenix, when minute you saw that performance, you know uh, he didn't phone it in, mm-hmm. and there's no way he would have made this movie because it plays like an independent film. He's yep. so committed to this project, probably hyper committed to this project, and mm-hmm. for him, that's a dangerous thing because yep. he can put out movies that blow your freaking mind. As yep. much as he's a wild card. He's like a he's like a Andy Kaufman. You yes. know what I mean? He's yeah. very unpredictable and unstable, and that's what makes the trailer look so great because he could take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't feel safe even watching that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if yeah. I see it, it's gonna it's gonna disturb me. I know it will. It's designed. I, it, it looks to. it looks like that one of those kind of movies. It's like this is not in this is not the same tone as any of the other DC movies. It's a totally different tone. Totally it, different. It, it's not direction. Nicholas. It's not a cartoon version no. of of the Joker. No. This no. is the real guy. Yeah, and Jared and Leto the, played the cartoon guy. Yes, very much so. Very much so, and the, the, and this is the, um, you know, this is uh, the real guy. This is the, uh, yeah. This is, the, this is this is this is the Joker. Yeah, there's the Facebook meme saying, and you know, back in the, you know, the old Joker, it's like you you take the Joker, throw him in a vat of chemicals, he becomes the Joker, and, mm-hmm. and now it's like you take the Joker, you throw him in the society. Yeah, just, yes, right. Just, just the world, and he becomes the Joker. Man, but we're all a day away. Isn't that what the Punisher said? Yeah, you know, one bad day away. One bad day away. And this looks like that. That uh, really, they really do catch that. They really do, you know, take that. And and, and, turn you, it. and now I'm very interested in seeing it. Very yeah, and you know, it was edited in that certain way to make you get that feeling. And the fact mm-hmm. that the director knew that so well, yeah. you know, that we're dealing with a professional here, a genius. That yeah. uh, who is it doing it? Uh, Todd Phillips. Todd is, Phillips. He's done a lot of things. Todd Phillips. Uh, he did. He directed Starsky and Hutch. He did the Hangover trilogy. So this is out of his comfort zone. Yeah, this is this is something that's he's he's definitely brought something to it. Like his pitch must have been so good when you think about it, how it got yeah. made, right? And, and De Niro, Robert De Niro's in the movie, so wow, you, you know there's got to be something special about this. Really? So yeah. he wants to work with Phillips in the worst way. He's making yeah. his ninth movie with Scorsese called The Irishman. Uh, again, great clip on the Cave of Cool. Him talking about Trump. Him doing an interview on, on Colbert. You will not see Robert De Niro do a lot of interviews, but he came on and they had a great interview. Colbert handled him just beautifully, and he got to say what he wanted to about Trump. 
um, even though because he does play Mueller on Saturday Night Live. So he's and he's told Trump like fuck Trump. He said it in an award ceremony. Yeah. So he's got a personal stake, and he's an all-time New York guy. Uh, Tribeca Film Festival was his baby. Yeah. Um, Twenty he, years he, ago. I, he he's probably know knew Trump from back when. Oh, back, back when he was a douchebag. So uh, he knows who Trump yeah, is. Yeah, he knows who Trump is. Anyone in New York State knows who Trump is. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They're not fooled by him one damn bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he kind of came on, and it was really fun and playful, and he got to say his piece in a Robert De Niro way, and it was funny and uh, just really good. Uh, and I, I really enjoy his, his stuff. So I'm, to hear he's attached to this project, like I said, my own personal revulsion of no, knowing what I'm going to go through emotionally, I will watch that. Yeah. You know? uh, so very interested in that one. Uh, the other trailer that came out recently was, of course, The Rise of Skywalker, the new Star Wars one. Again, with the last one, too, I'm underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I Are hated we, you know, the, 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 the Emperor's laugh. No, no. We fucked with it. We're done with the Emperor. We no, ended I, him in, in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's done. I saw him go down the shaft. He's done. Yeah. Mind He's you, we you know, we also saw, I mean, we saw, uh, uh, what's his name? Darth Maul get cut in half and throw down the shaft, but he came back at the end of Solo, but... Yeah, I, but good, but know. Solo's uh, uh, before he got cut. No, and, yeah, but, you know, it's... But it's, again, in the comics, in the comics, actually, um, uh, Clone Wars, which is actually coming back, yeah. Um, for 12 episodes, but Clone Wars has Darth Maul. He gets cut in half, but he has mechanical legs now. Oh, okay. and he well, comes back in the cartoon. So uh-huh. he didn't die when he got cut by by Obi Wan the first time. Yeah, but he comes back and he finds Obi Wan the second time. Yeah, time. okay. And they have their their reckoning. Yeah. But he's a uh, um, rebel. So he actually rebels, survived um, that. So yeah, that's yes, that's, he did. Yeah. He did. So okay, well, that's I guess in in Solo because I think Solo would take place after the Phantom Menace. Yes, it does. So, so yeah, so he and so that was why it was such a surprise. But the the emperor coming back now is is the emperor like a force kind of ghost? Again, like Yoda? I don't what is care. It? What's going on? I don't care. I, and I didn't even know. I mean, I you know I heard the laugh. And I thought I don't know whose laugh that is. And then they later I had to be told it was the emperor. But no, I remembered uh, that laugh very distinctly. Yeah. And uh, Billy D coming back. Is, yeah, again, that's nice because Billy got in shape. No court for, court, Colt 45s for him. Yeah. Um, he he did a commercial. Remember that. Colt yep. 45 Colt beer. 45, yeah, that's right. That was yeah. a ghetto beer, man. That was drinking yeah. like drinking Pilsner, right? You know, <laughs> Pilsner, yeah, yeah. Pilsner. If you drank Pilsner, Pilsner you know, yeah. you were you were getting 13 beers for the price of 12, and that mattered to you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it wasn't you're drinking. Uh, um, what's that? The uh, um, Vienna. What was it called? Um, oh God, I can't remember the one we drank. It was just a little more alcohol in the beer. Yeah. And I hated it because it's beer. <laughs> I don't got a taste for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Billy D coming back as as Lana. yeah. And again, you, you everything know. just seemed like, oh, didn't I just see this last movie? Yeah. I'm sick of Ray wearing the same outfit for three fucking films. Yeah. You think she'd have a different outfit? She does that one little flippy thing, which, ah, it was a big deal, you know? Now, this is obviously the one where they, they say goodbye to all the old guys, and, 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 you know, they brought them all in, and now it's it's the new characters. What well, Except that they said this is going to be the last one for a long time. Yeah, because J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams, I think, He's got great, uh, he got great motivation, but he can't, got no good follow through. Mm-hmm. And I think he gets bored with projects very easily. And he's even admitted the last movie was not great. Yeah. That there was a lot he would have changed about it. So they're trying to fix everything, but the weight of the continuity, the weight of the history, is so hard to overcome. Solo again was great because it had none of that. You only had to get him, get the Millennium Falcon, and shoot first. Yeah. You know. And they did and, that. They and they did notes. that and, and did it really well. Yeah. Um. And yeah, to meet meet Chewbacca. Yes. Get them, get the Millennium Falcon and from Lando and, and, and shoot, shoot first. first. Yeah. 
and so that we could that. put some things to rest. And so that's why they picked Woody because Woody's such a great actor. And they they also did the nice thing of explaining where the front part of the, the Falcon right went, why, why it looks the way it does, and and why, why he made the Kessel Run in less than twelve parsecs. In less than twelve parsecs, that was a record at the time. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's um, so. Yeah. But, yeah. It just it just underwhelmed me. It was just more of the same. And I think, and of course, the rise of Skywalker. I would say, well, why is it called the rise God. of Skywalker? Is all this you know? It's it, these it, trailers sort of are designed to. To fuel speculation. Yeah. Is she the Skywalker it. or is Kylo Ren the Skywalker? Which means that the that he is a Skywalker if if Han didn't marry Leia and maybe in the future they don't take their names. But the only way he could really be a Skywalker is Luke and Leia did it, but they didn't. So um, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's annoying. It's annoying for old Star Wars. It just feels like a it's an obligation to watch. It's yeah. not a joy to watch. That's true. Now, some people will disagree. I mean, it's got a, even even the last Jedi has hey, has its very Luke, vociferous fans. Luke changed his outfit at least between movies one, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. He had three different outfits on. I personally, I like the best spin outfit the best. The one with the, the from uh, Return of the Jet um, Empire Strikes Back. Sorry, yeah. his little flight suit there. I yeah. like that one. That's very cool. The, the 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 tan flight suit, not the not the red one. Yeah. The tan one when he went to Bespin one, yeah. to find right, yeah. to find and then face Vader. Um and got his hand cut off. So fashion, yes. Uh confrontation, no. <laughs> Get a little more therapy, Jedi therapy before you go confront your your long lost father. Uh but you know, to be fair, you didn't know. So you dress nice for the occasion, but dad wasn't up for it. Yeah. For a good reunion. Yeah. He had a point to make. <laughs> Some bitch. Uh so yeah, I don't know. It is just um, Ky- and Kylo Ren, I, I have a hard time taking him seriously because his lightsaber is goofy. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, uh, when when uh, um, what's his name, Brad Driver was on uh, Saturday Night Live, yeah. they did that. Uh, when they what's did the, the un- undercover boss, where undercover, Kylo Ren, yeah, Kylo Ren, and everyone hilarious. knew he was Kylo Ren, and they're they're making fun of his lightsaber. No, yeah. it's not gay. It's cool. It's awesome. It's not cool. Yeah. It's I mean, cool. honestly, they 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 just it, it narrow zeroed in on all of the bad qualities. So right. You can't honestly. He, how can you take him seriously as a villain now after? Right. And he played yeah. it so well, yeah. right? He played that that one comedy role so well that yeah. he was almost making fun of himself and admitting to us, "Yeah, yeah I laid they, it up." They just kind of Saturday Night Live just zeroed in on everything about Kylo Ren. Right, right. Yeah. He's like, a whiny yeah, little bitch. Yeah, it's a whiny little bitch. And that's all he is. <laughs> and then how he got madder and madder at the other people. Yeah, right. And he yeah. kind of took it out on them afterward. Yeah. And then and then in the next movie that happened as well. He just he got so enraged that he actually did some stupid things because he was so. Right. Hype, you know, when he saw the, 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 the Luke Skywalker force ghost, whatever, and he right. had to, had to stop beautiful? everyone. He's like, that's it. You know, we're, I'm, I'm getting out here and I'm going to yeah. fight him. Right. I'm getting out of my heavily armored yeah. piece of machinery, which is winning the day yeah. because I got a problem with this guy. Yeah. And I got to deal with him. Of course, I'm looking at him. He's about 30 years younger. So maybe, you know, it's like the Matrix, residual self-image, right? Yeah. That's how Luke saw himself still. Yeah. When he was a broken down old man. So that's good yeah. for all of us. I still see myself as Luke Skywalker, though I'm far from it. Right? Well, yeah. But that's but what also, I see in my also head. that's the that's the, the, the image that he would that would, he would enrage and, and would would make you know cause the most fear in right. in, in, right. in, in, in Kylo Ren. Because he never that's, aged. That's, that's, that's what he that's what he looked like when he was peak of his power. Peak of his power. So of right. course that's the, that's the image that's gonna, you know, unman him the most is, Boy. is the old one. We've you know, given this the, way know, too much thought, haven't we? I probably have, yeah. We both have. But I love the way he doesn't engage him in any way. Mm-hmm. And the way he brushes his, his shoulder. Yeah. Kind of like, just th- 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 yeah. I mean I, I'm I not I'm not too big on the 
on the on the uh, the new ones. I mean, no. I, the old ones. Oh, like the Star Wars. Honestly, I can quote you the whole thing right now. We'll me too. Me too. Start from start, one. We'll just we could going, start. But, yeah, I can go but, through the whole thing. It's not. But the new actually, ones don't don't. We met when I was a teenager. They they showed before Jedi came out. They showed uh, Star Wars and um, Empire Strikes Back uh, in the same theater in the same night. So you oh, got one yeah. ticket, but you saw both movies. Yeah. Even though they were already out in video. Yeah. But it was kind of a special thing for, for about a month, I think. And yeah. and me and my buddy sat behind these two girls, and we started doing the narration to ourselves. Help me, Obi-Wan, your only hope. <laughs> you know, and scrap heap, you know, all that, yeah. all that kind of talk and everything, doing the voices. Right? And these two girls go, guys, if you get to the end of this movie and you still know all the words, we'll go out with you. And they did. We went out to the, the cafeteria and we had burgers and everything. They were a little old, like a couple years older than us. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, if they were like our, if we were in grade uh, uh, 10, which we were at the time, and they were yeah. grade 12 girlfriends, yeah. we would have ruled. Right? Wow. They weren't, no, they you weren't, know what? They weren't, super, they weren't like the gorgeous girls, but mm-hmm. they were cute enough yeah. that we would have impressed all our friends. Now, you see, that's that's like a fantasy come true. I mean, it, honestly, when I was, when I was, you're, when I was back then, you know, it's, when the first Star Wars movies came out, you know, if I even you know said a Star Wars quote, most girls would be like, "What the hell?" Oh, this exactly. Guy. Leave exactly. this guy alone. You know, don't. Ew. You know, it's like, but there was a so, reason why those two were there. So they were yeah. probably gamer girls. They were probably like the exact girl I wanted to attract. You see, yeah. I bet you they were both turned into cosplayers, and they yeah. both joined. They 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 were state friends, and they both joined a roller derby team. <laughs> And I'm just watching this in my in my my thousand year memory and going, uh, why did I miss that? Because I was a goofy kid at the time. I was just impressed enough that we we actually had money in our pocket to go get fries. See, I had to hide the fact that I was even a Star Wars fan in order to to, to date girls. So you know. and again, on the base, I was the Star Wars guy. Yeah. Because I saw it before any other kid on the base. And everyone I knew determined that. To, and everyone knew that because, of course, I told them I did. Yeah. And yeah. they knew that because I talked about it before I left. Yeah. And and everyone thought, what are you – and then, of course, it became a big phenomenon. Everyone – Calvin yeah. knew. Who knew? Yeah. Calvin knew. Calvin knew. Calvin and now, but now everyone movie. knows. And that's and one I, of the things that – Again, that, that story. I was Luke Skywalker the first Halloween afterwards. And yeah. that's all people remember about me. And now, of course, it's it's everywhere. I mean, that's you yeah, know, everyone's yeah. Star Wars. They're, your dentist can talk to you about Star Wars. You know, so Star Wars, Harry Potter. I'm I was there, and Playmobil. I brought that to North America too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, it was like like me in Star Trek. Yes. I I was the only guy. You know, I mean, people would make fun of me because I like Star Trek more than really? the of Hazard. You know, it's like, wow. And no, I mean, A Team A Team was the superior trash. Yeah. See, and now <laughs> and now everyone, you know, it's like you know yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, everyone likes everyone likes Star Trek. You know? Well, not everyone, but. It's like everyone knows it. Everyone has a Star, right. Star Trek because movie Because the people that, the people that watched it back in the day and the people that really loved it in syndication like I did mm-hmm. um, were too afraid to admit that they did. But again, I was one of those people that I think I learned at age four that I will never give a shit what anybody thinks about something I love. Mm-hmm. I just can't because yeah. if, if I take that disappointment upon me, um, uh, it will break me. So I, I, anything I love, I just will take no – like I never, I hardly ever talk Star Wars because it's really close to me. But in those days, I, I, people, I read comic books when none of my friends did, mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with them. I should have hung out with those kind of kids. I didn't. I was in drama and I played football. No other kid did that. I mean, my friends, they, they played rugby. I wouldn't play rugby because they didn't give you a helmet, right? Yeah. Even though I only played football because I fit in the helmet. And the coach said, you look like a big guy. Look, come here. I need a center, right? Yeah. Put the helmet on my head. Hey, you're a good guy, <laughs> you know? And then two weeks later, he's hit me with the stump of his elbow because um, he only had like – his right arm was only from the uh, – was gone from the elbow down. Right. 
And he'd say, Heighten, you're screwing up my offense. Heighten, you're screwing up my defense. And he'd hit me with that bone part, and it would hurt through my helmet. You know? Yeah. I never would take my helmet off around him because he would hit me in the head with that stump, and I would be out. But at least I made people feel comfortable to say Star Wars was great. Because mm-hmm. trust me, when Star Wars came to the base, if it wasn't great, I mean, I would have been found in a shallow grave. Because I did hype it, you know, yeah. pretty much. And uh, if at the end they were all looking at me <laughs> as I left, you know, he dies. <laughs> he said it was great. It was horrible, right? I mean, I was pretty sure I was dead on that they were going to yeah. like it. But and and yeah. you're right. And 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 now everyone right. likes it. Everyone knows Star Wars. Everyone likes Star Wars. Your your dentist, your realtor, right? You know, everyone knows Star Wars. They, well, if they love it so much to troll everybody, when yeah. Luke Skywalker is, uh, himself, Mark Hamill is trolling people online. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's reached a kind of saturation point that, that nothing ever reaches. Hitler, yeah. I think, was a little less um, in world history and knowledge. And I think there was one tribe in Botswana that didn't know of Hitler. <laughs> but that tribe knows of Star Wars. So yeah, they know Luke Skywalker. Star, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke wins. Darth yeah. wins, yeah. yeah. But the, yeah. the evil guy's a black guy. Come on. Yeah. We were doing that before Black Panther, right? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. all perspective, and, my friend. Yeah, it it's is, all about it is. perspective. So Star Wars, Star Trek, comic books, everything yeah. that, that made me a, 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 an outcast, a social outcast back in the day is now – Makes the mainstream. It's now well, the mainstream. There's times when real people let me down When the temperature falls to zero I curl up by the fire with a good book And for a while I am a superhero You really need to be a superhero
This has been a COC production.